Welcome to Locked on Blues. Guys, I can admit something. I was a little bit wrong in yesterday's episode. I was really hard on one particular player, and I do have to admit I wasn't right, but I have a reason why I'm saying what I said. Also, we need to talk, St. Louis, about how the draft is only 12 days away. And folks, it is Friday, so I got to ask you, are you feeling blue? This is all coming up on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Locked On Blues your first listen every day. And I want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase. All right. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is Jordan Binghamton. But I first want to introduce myself to you guys again. My name is Haley Simon. I am your host of Locked On Blues. Today is June 16th. 2023 and it is a friday and officially 12 days until the nhl draft so that is coming up very soon folks but i want to let you guys know one thing i can admit when i am wrong and one thing that i was wrong about it wasn't jordan binghamton so that's not what it's going to be about it was about sammy blay yesterday folks i understand that he did have a good season when he came back But my frustration lies in the fact, not that he had a somewhat decent season when he came back, it is that I expect so much more out of him. I, you know, it's funny, like a lot of you guys said, oh, well, you know, he's a third line guy, so how he's playing is completely fine. I see more potential out of him. And that's where my frustration lies. So in a way, it is because I do like him as much as I do, and it's because I see potential. But... That was about yesterday's episode, and I wanted to address that because I don't want anyone to think that I am not the biggest fan of Sammy Blay, and it's the complete opposite. All right. So I am also on my phone today because there is a tornado where I'm at. I know. So if I look a little different, the lighting's a little off, just know that I wanted to put up an episode today despite there being tornado warnings and everything being down. It's kind of creepy. All right. So Binner had a rough season. There is no doubt about it. The St. Louis Blues struggled this past season. But one player in particular I feel bad for, and that is Jordan Bainton. When I did say on my episode earlier this week that I wanted him to have a solid backup goalie, it wasn't to dismiss Hoffer, right? 22 years old. That is young. And goalies, it takes them a longer time to develop. What I was referring to is I want him to have a solid third-string guy, a veteran that's in the NHL, a guy that is still young and can learn but maybe won't be one of the best goalies of all time. And that's what I wanted for Binghamton. The thing is, folks, at the end of the day, you got to remember that, you know, Hoffer is our future. He is so young, though. And Binnington, you know, he's getting a little bit older. He's not old yet. But is it so bad that I want a guy that is, coachable, a guy that could be reliable, dependable. I don't think that's a question in anybody's mind that that would benefit the St. Louis Blues. But the season that Binghamton had last year, you know, stats don't do it justice. He had no protection on the D. 
So if anybody wants to say, you know, he's not a good goalie, they should reconsider him, I don't want to hear that. He was dealt an unfortunate situation, and I truly do believe that he is still one of the top 15 goalies in the NHL. When he came to St. Louis, and really his inaugural season, really playing real hockey, was the year that they went to the Cup. And he's made tremendous improvement. And there's only so much that a goalie can do. And I wanted to reiterate that on this podcast, on Locked on Blues, part of your Locked on Network, we support Jordan Binghamton. Oh my goodness gracious, you guys. I cannot stand people that hate on him. And he has such talent. But I'm not saying, you know, replace him with an Aiden Hill who is a free agent. I am just saying that it's not a bad idea to consider maybe having a guy like Tristan Jari, even though he has injuries quite a bit, but be a third string backup. And, you know, have Hoffer play some games, see where that goes. But I also don't want it to be a situation where he hasn't developed fully yet. And then Binghamton is really just on his own. That is my biggest fear, to be honest. So that's my free agency. I don't think there's any other player going after besides Ryan O'Reilly, who the Blues could utilize as a center again. Obviously, he's experienced, a veteran, and they would be silly not to try to acquire him again. Um, Blues legend, to be honest. But when I look at the St. Louis team, That's the one thing right now that just makes me a little bit nervous with the draft. It's an offensive draft, and we're going to talk about that, but I feel fine about that. But with how the team is right now, I don't want them to draft a goalie. That is not even going to fix any solution whatsoever. So acquiring a goalie out of free agency will help tremendously, and this is only to benefit the Blues, yes. Cap space is super important, and I'm glad that some of you brought this up to me. You guys were even saying, you know, Hale, listen, we want there to be as much open cap space as possible. And I hear you. I understand what you're saying. But at the same time, I also, I'm somebody that um, I want the Blues to be successful, and I want to set them up for success. So I wouldn't mind paying a little bit more money to a really solid um, veteran goaltender, but I also don't want to go bankrupt doing that. It's um, a fine line, as some might say. So that is how I feel about the whole goaltender situation. But Benner had a rough season. Things will turn around for him next season. I don't doubt that. He is beyond talented, and I don't want to hear any slander. I know a lot of national people have slandered his name saying that he's not as good as he once was, and all of these things, when in totality, he just had a rough season because he had no protection. And you cannot expect a goalie, and it's not even just spinning to him, it's any goalie in the NHL, you cannot expect them to play phenomenal when they have no protection. That is asking way too much, and that's unrealistic, and it makes me upset because... He has so much value, so much potential. He's essentially the reasons why the Blues won the Stanley Cup. Um, I think it was when the Blues were in Philadelphia in January, he shut out the Flyers. um, And that was his real first game where he just proved that he was solid. Don't cry. Like, 
I believe that's the game it was off the top of my head. But the point is, he is a stud. I see so much potential within him still, and he has not hit his peak. And that's another thing of being 28 years old. I know what you're saying. Hale, that's a little old for hockey. No, it is not. Not when it comes to being a goalie. This is his prime time. So I expect him to have a very successful season next season. But that is only if the Blues step it up with his protection. There is only so much that he can do. So I just wanted to reiterate again. He is such an important player, such an important piece of St. Louis. And I think that he isn't given enough credit. And I feel bad about that because, you know, Baruby, you know, he even said that this was a rough season. And it just, everyone knows that it was a rough season, but nobody is saying, you know, Biddington mm-hmm. gave it his all. Nobody is saying that. And I wanted to reiterate again, my whole thought process is basically, and this is just my thought of the day. It is, quote, how can we make Bennington feel better? That is my thought process. So that's why the first thought I had was getting him somebody that he could depend on. Because having a guy that's 22 years old come in, that could be a little nerve-wracking. So who wouldn't feel a little uncomfortable about that? So that is why I think that. And I wanted to get that out of the way. All right. Before we talk about how the draft is only 12 days away, I want to tell you guys about Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs are a stretch khaki short and are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and give your legs a truly sculptured look. Bird Dogs are awesome. I know tons of people that wear their Bird Dogs all the time. It is like the best present to give somebody. So go to birddogs.com slash NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Alrighty, folks, the NHL draft is only 12 days away. I know. It's kind of getting to me now. The reality is kicking in. This draft is one of the biggest drafts that St. Louis has ever had. And I wanted to ask you guys a question. So I did on Twitter at Locked on Blues. And do you think the Blues will try to trade up in this draft at all? Now, some of you guys brought up a good point. You don't want to trade up because you don't want to potentially lose having three first-round draft picks. And why is that so important? Because I know what you're thinking. Having a later draft pick, you have the 25th and the 29th overall. Those are still really good picks. Um, Besides, obviously, having the 10th overall. But the 25th fifth and 29th even though they're later in the draft they're still awesome awesome picks and no matter who you get that guy will most likely be playing in the nhl and develop fantastically that's just how it is so here's my thing though the guy that i really liked for st louis zach benson i mentioned this yesterday when i talked about him i am afraid that he is going to go eighth ninth overall if the Blues are able to trade up a little bit, I don't know about getting Montreal spot, but maybe the Arizona Coyotes who are at six, maybe they're able to uh, make a little bit of a deal, a trade, you name it. Maybe they can get that six spot and things will go better for St. Louis. The problem is, is that when it comes to this draft, this is a very competitive draft. This is a competitive draft offensively. 
Defense, not so much. Offense, absolutely. And a lot of these players, too, are both defensively strong. So besides them having great offensive skills, since a lot of them are centers, wingers, they also can play great defensive offense, which is super important in this um, day and age. You want your players to have value and different skills, and these guys definitely have that. Now, my one thing that I will say, and we can talk about this more in detail next week even, is a worst-case scenario. Who would be the worst-case scenario that St. Louis picks at number 10? Obviously, you want to go for the best guy overall. That is not even a question. I don't want anybody in any single way to think that I want them to go after a guy that isn't the best when it comes to their 10th overall pick. Absolutely. But hear me out, St. Louis. Okay, this is just how I'm thinking. We're having an open conversation. This is a fun Friday. And who's to say that we can't have a little bit of fun? But on Lockdown Blues, my ass, you guys, over 80 of you voted. And majority of you guys said, yes, let's try to trade up. I don't think that Armstrong would be stupid about what he does to trade up. But going from 10th to a 6th will guarantee you for a fact that you're going to get a top um, offensive player. Now, here's the dilemma. Is it worth giving up your 25th or 29th overall picks? I don't know. Because the way that I see it, I would rather get three really solid guys than just two. It's a, it's a really weird situation. It's like, for instance, if the Blues had the opportunity to go to the third overall and take uh, Columbus's spot, no-brainer. Get rid of that 29th overall. Who cares at that point? But because you're not going to be moving that far up in the draft, I don't know if that's worth it. Now, I would prefer instead of them having the 25th and 29th for them to have a spot maybe 12th to 16th overall just so they can get still a higher pick. But it will be really interesting to see what Doug Armstrong does within uh, these next couple of days. Because the draft is only 12 days away. There hasn't been that much movement in the NHL. Yes, there's been rumors about teams wanting to trade up. But nothing officially is happening yet. And it makes you wonder, you know, when will this move happen if it does happen? But I'm not completely sold anything will happen. But I kind of want them to move up just a little bit. This draft class is so bleeping talented. And it sucks because Zach Benson... He would go first overall without a doubt in my mind if it wasn't for Connor Bedard and a couple of the other guys, even a Will Smith. It's just such a competitive draft class. So really, when you have the first um, 10 picks, yeah, will the 10th overall, would he have been projected to go first overall if it wasn't for some of these other guys? No. But having maybe a top five pick, sure, that could be a possibility. Doesn't it just kind of drive you a little bit crazy knowing that this draft will really solidify how the season goes for St. Louis? That this draft really is the future of St. Louis hockey. Next year's draft class, to be blunt, isn't that great. It's really not. So this was the draft to go all out on. Next year's free agency is a lot better than this year's free agency. This year's free agency sucks. But it's kind of like opposite day. You know, you got to draft well this season have good free agency next season, and then the team can get back on track. But I don't want to be, and I said that this is a retool. Retooling means that you have all of your tools, just a couple of them need some replacing. 
That's what the blues need to do. They just need to replace a couple of their tools. A rebuild is when you just knock down the building completely and you start from scratch again. St. Louis does not need to do that. They really don't. Robert Thomas, solid player. Justin Folk, solid player. Jordan Vingerton, solid player. Jordan Cairo, solid player. Do I need to go on? There is some solid players that St. Louis has. And at the end of the day, adding a couple new guys, either being a center or a winger, beneficial. Now, I want them, we're going to be getting into more discussion and more detail next week. This is just kind of recapping this season. Well, not this season, this week. <laughs> Y'all, I talk in way too much hockey lingo or lingo, whatever. But it's recapping how I feel this week. We have three first overall picks. I want offense, offense, defense. So my 29th overall, I want it to be a defender. Unless we can get Axel at 10th overall. Because he is the one defender that I think has the most value and could really go in the top 10. It is such a strange draft because so much depends on who that um, 7th, 8th, and nine overall picks take. Because I feel like all the guys I've talked about with you this week could have that potential to go in this spot. So... We will see what happens. It makes me a little bit nervous, St. Louis. I'm not going to say I'm like the most confident person today because I am not by any means, but I am optimistic that maybe, just maybe, something good will happen. All right. So we do a really fun segment on Fridays, but first I want to tell you about my friends at Game Time. Boom, ba boom, boom. Okay. Game Time is the best ticketing service. So forget making plans months and ahead. You can get your tickets last minute for the best prices. It can be to sporting events, concerts, you name it. Game time has it. They also show you where your seats will be. So they are so on it with making sure that you know what you're getting out of your dollar. So if you want to snag the tickets without the stress, download the Game Time app and go to the Game Time app and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your entire purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. I like to do a fun segment on Friday. It's called Are We Feeling Blue Today? Are we feeling blue today? Are we feeling a little bit down today? And my answer is no. I feel re vamped today because we when blues day was on monday june 12th and i gotta tell you guys seeing how blues nation comes together seeing how we all just bonded over the fact that one of the best days in our history of being a team um it reminded me that this team is special this team is magical we all thought during that dallas series that you know there was no hope we we just we lost some hope and then we gained it back and then we went to game seven against the Boston Bruins and won the whole thing. This entire week, I've been reminiscing a lot on just how our team has been. And I don't think that there's any lost hope when it comes to the St. Louis Blues. I needed that this week too, to be honest, because this past season was so disappointing and there's no words to describe what it's like to come out of a season that 
was a complete letdown. There wasn't many positives. There wasn't many, you know, great moments. We lost some guys. We lost Vladdy, this um, trade deadline. Like, we just, we lost Ryan O'Reilly. We lost so many guys that we loved. And it's really hard um, to be positive, to be as optimistic when it really hasn't been that great of a season. But I am not feeling blue. Because we won Blues Days, gave me a spark again, it gave me an energy again, and it made me feel more excited again about the future of this team. And, of course, when you watch your team, you know, um, a lot of the broadcasts were replaying the game, that Game 7. I should have been more specific, but that's what a lot of the broadcasts were doing. And it just made me feel hope again. It sounds crazy, but the way I look at hockey, it's like magic. And, you know, hearing Gloria so many times this week and everyone's reactions and Lila and just Lila Anderson. Oh, my gosh. Just everything about that was a storybook ending. So, yes, I don't feel blue today, but I want to know, did that did that day, did we win blues day make you guys feel any bit better? Did it make you feel optimistic? Did it make you feel like, you know what? The St. Louis Blues, they still have that spark. They still have that foundation. It's just a matter of fact of getting back there. And it's not going to be easy, folks. And I want to reiterate that. It's not going to be easy to be a good team again. But it is easy to believe in your team again. And that's the motto of today's episode. It's about belief. It's about having faith. It's about reigniting that hope and that spark and that light. Because this is St. Louis hockey. We have a passion for sports. We have a passion for soccer. A passion for baseball. We have passion in St. Louis, Missouri. Not a lot of cities can say that they have the passion that we have here in St. Louis. But we do. We have fans all over the country. All over the world. All over. Even our friends up north, we have some blues fans. I'm not even in St. Louis. But I'm still here. I'm still preaching to you all about how important it is to wear the blue, even though I'm wearing red today, but how important it is to wear the blue, to be hopeful, to have that pride. Because at the end of the day, your support, your loyalty resonates to the players on the ice. It resonates so much. And with the biggest draft in Blues history coming up very soon, um, this team, <laughs> this team could be pretty darn successful. And... You got to look at the other teams in the Central, and I mentioned this. Chicago, unfortunately, will be getting Connor Bedard. That's sort of locked in. But other than that, yeah, Arizona has a little bit of a higher pick. But is that player going to fix the Coyotes? No, it's not. So out of every single team in the Central this draft, the Blues realistically, besides the Blackhawks, but the Blues realistically have the best chance of being the most successful from this draft in the long term because we have three first overall picks and Chicago only has one. And while it is the best player in this draft class, I would rather have three solid guys than just one. Maybe that's my positivity kicking in. Maybe that's just me listening to Gloria one too many times and thinking, hey, we can get back there again. But on that note, you guys, today's episode was fun. A little weird because I was on my phone today and not my computer, but the job still got done. 
and I will talk to you all next week. Have a great weekend, Blues Nation. And again, thank you guys so much for welcoming me into the best community ever. And I cannot wait to talk some more blues hockey with you all. For all things Locked On, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Locked Oh my gosh, I can finally, I can speak. Locked On Blues. And then my Twitter at Haley T. Simon. Make sure you guys say, oh my gosh, why can't I speak today? Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube. And on that note, I'm going to call it a day. Bye, guys.